This is a 980 CKNW podcast. We have talked a lot about fare gates at SkyTrain stations, uh, transit stations, and specifically when the Compass card came out, some of the concerns uh, that were brought forward and needed to be addressed uh, had to do with people with disabilities and with mobility issues not being able to access the gates. Well, my next guest is a director at a company called Hyperlight Solutions, and Ashish uh, Sachdeva designed the technology now being used at many of the stations. Uh, Ashish, uh, thank you so much. I hope uh, I said your name close to correctly. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Jen. Thanks for having me today. Uh, Tell me a bit about this technology. It's uh, being called a made-in-BC system, uh, not known if it's even being used in other places. Uh, How did you come up, and how does this work? That's uh, really exciting. Um, So this technology is... uh, an RFID-based technology. So when we, back in 2016, first learned about the problem that there are people who are not able to tap their payment cards and are now locked at SkyTrain stations, we really started following the news pretty closely. And there were a few different solutions that Transing was uh, working on. And uh, we felt that the solution needed to be a technology-based solution. Obviously, we're a technology company. Uh, so when we approached TransLink, um, we were fortunate that, uh, you know, it was a aha moment that, hey, there's something that we can innovate here. Um, so the solution is similar to if you have gone to a retail store, uh, many retail stores in Vancouver, uh, say Nordstrom. Uh, you know, when you have a clothing item and uh, there is a little tag that's attached to the clothing item, and if you don't take that out and you're checking out at the go at the door, it would be a beep sound mm-hmm. that would basically track that the clothing item is now trying to pass through the gate. So we're using a similar technology, but in a different uh, form factor, which looks same as compass card. And uh, the way at high level it works is there's some sensors that are now installed above the Fairgate arrays at SkyTrain stations. So when a user with the RFID tag comes in close uh, range, um, the sensors will be able to detect the person and open the gates for them. Uh, so this really does uh, deal with the issue because when this, the Compass card first came out, one of the issues was that some people weren't able to, to physically do that. They had to call ahead to try and get an attendant. You might have to wait for that. Uh, so does this make it more of a, a seamless process then? You can get through the gates and, and it addresses that? Exactly. Uh, what about the issue of, because I was wondering about this too, when this first came to light, was getting through the gates is one thing, uh, but in many cases, somebody that would then have to use an elevator. Is there technology like that as well, or or, or that, or perhaps technology being worked on that would also make that part easier? Because I would imagine if it's if it's difficult to tap through a gate, it would also be difficult to, to push the button for an elevator. Absolutely. So um, unfortunately, there is no one technology that can solve that problem. But that problem very much exists, and that is not just at transit stations, but uh, in hospitals and buildings, and it's even a bigger barrier. Um, So right now, uh, there is no solution that I know about, but uh, fortunately, we are working on a solution that would be a natural extension of our Fairgate uh, solution, and hopefully we are able to pilot it at some point. 
the CEO of TransLink said, as far as he knows, at this point, the technology, your technology being used uh, for people to get through the fare gates uh, isn't being used anywhere else. Have you been approached by other systems or other countries uh, where people or companies are interested in using your technology? Um, not yet. This is very new. This is, uh, Jill, uh, Vancouver is really leading the way. Uh, Kevin is is committed to improving accessibility, and uh, I'm I'm glad that he saw the problem and he knew that need, this needs to be addressed more than just that telephone solution. Unfortunately, other cities that we are researching and talking to, uh, the current solution that they know and exists is also a telephone based solution. So we're hoping that now that we have um, given a bit of a case study here in Vancouver, that can be referenced in many other places as well. And you may have already answered this, but but physically on on the person that has the um, transmitter or the the piece that that sends the signal, where does that go? So the uh, the the card is basically a uh, it's a simple card similar to your compass card. Doesn't have any batteries or uh, doesn't have any um, uh, active element to it. It's a very seamless card. Uh, we are going to provide different accessories, lanyards for people to either use it uh, directly on them or mount it on their wheelchair. So as long as they have it uh, physically exposed uh, when they approach the fair gate, the sensors will be able to read them. All right, and I know, as you said, this is still this is uh, still in its early stages. We're just starting to roll this out, uh, but it sounds like this is something that could then be used in other places as well. Because certainly, it's not only at uh, TransLink Fairgates where there are issues, but this I would imagine could open up other places, be it uh, beaches, community centers, places where people might have had issues uh, getting access to. Absolutely. That's what we're realizing as well as uh, as we learn more about the accessibility problems in in general, that uh, the very definition of what is accessible um, is, is is that varies. And uh, absolutely, we, we would like to see the solution come through in not just transit system, but uh, many different places. All right. So is the work continuing for you then as far as uh, honing the technology, uh, always improving on the technology or trying to find uh, new things as well? Absolutely. That's the roadmap. Ultimately, this technology is about uh, making transit systems accessible for people with mobility issues and being able to make transit accessible for everyone is our key priority. Uh, because it really is. It is supposed to be a seamless part of the traveling network, whether you're on a bike, walking, uh, what have you, whether you have mobility issues or not. We, we do. Our transit system is supposed to be accessible and available for everyone. Absolutely. And, um, you know, that's that's one of the one of the main problems that we're trying to solve, that this is not about technology. This is about inclusiveness and, and being able to have a transit system that is for everyone. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning and talking to us about it and for the great work you've done and to bringing this at transit. Uh, appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you, Jill. All right. Have a great rest of your weekend. 
That is uh, Ashish Sachdeva. And again, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Director at Hyperlight Solutions. Uh, that is the company that designed the technology. And as it stands uh, right now, according to TransLink, it is currently at about 40% of SkyTrain and CBUS stations. They have all been equipped with the new feature. And TransLink says it is on track to complete the rest of the system by the end of the year. So bringing that on board to the rest of the system. And we do see reaction or we've heard reaction as well uh, from various uh, different groups that have been calling for more accessibility to things such as uh, transit. Uh, One of the groups, uh, the Disability Alliance BC, is welcoming the program, saying it will make traveling by transit much easier for seniors as well as people with disabilities who have had issues uh, accessing uh, through the fare gates with the compass card and uh, such in the various transit stations. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.